Well, hello there and welcome back to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. I say welcome back because so many of you tell us you listen every day and we appreciate that so very, very much. I was out yesterday, but I caught a little bit of the show on my drive back from a a commitment that I had and it sounded like you all had a great show talking about praise reports. So, Debbie, uh, we're ready for another topic today. Yes, and it really was a great show yesterday, but today we're talking about twins. We need your twin stories, okay? Fraternal twins, identical twins, triplets, quadruplets, whatever whatever works. We want these... Um, these uh, multiple siblings um, to tell your story about um, your bond, your personalities, your habits, your spiritual depth. We want to know everything. Why? Because we are we are curious in such a good way. We think it is such a beautiful thing when um, when a baby uh, uh, arrives on on this earth, and and it, but when you see those twins or triplets, it's like oh my. God goodness, does the Lord, is, is the Lord amazing. So we want to talk about it. Twin stories today, um, and we cover all the, the beautiful stories, but there's also some sad stories. A lot mm-hmm. of twins have, you know, uh, one mate, one makes it and, and lives and the other one doesn't, doesn't um, thrive. And we want to talk about that as well. And we know the famous uh, story of uh, Elvis Presley. He was a twin and his twin did not make it, did not survive. And that was, uh, they, they say that there was a lot of wounds associated with with a lot of Elvis's, um, you know, situation in life mm-hmm. because of that, because twins are meant to be together. They know that. We know that. So let's talk about it. Here's the number, 833-288-3986. Jerry, I'm just so excited because in my family or my husband's family, there was um, there was a lot of twins on both sides, and I, was, I w- wanted twins so badly. Never obviously got them, but I just, oh, I thought it was the coolest thing to have twins. Yeah, I have two great nephews who are twins, born to my nephew Anthony, and so that's our topic today. We're talking about what is it, what is life like being a twin, especially an identical twin. I always mm-hmm. think about that sometimes. And when I went to college at Franciscan University, there were two identical twin boys there, and uh, you know the thoughts always go through your mind. You know, can you play tricks on people? Can somebody show up when it's really the other twin? So if you're if you're an identical twin, call and tell us what that's like. I mean, it's got to be really amazing getting pictures taken together or looking in the mirror together or something like that but uh, you could also be uh, not identical but fraternal twins 833-288-EWTN 833-288-3986 share your stories your lived experiences any angle you want to take on being a twin you could be Irish twins I guess that applies to people less kids who were born within 12 months of each yeah, other less I think. than a year yeah, that's my, my, a year. my two my sisters mm-hmm. actually so yeah I think there's I'm trying to think mm-hmm. if there's Irish twins in my family. I don't think so. Yeah. But anyway, here's the phone number again for all of our twins or triplets. Like Debbie said, quadruplets. If you've got multiple births at the same time in your family and you're one of them, 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. The last time we did this show, and I think it was a couple years back, we had phone lines 
blow up plus. I mean, you guys, all, all the twins came out from all over the world and, and wanted to share their, their stories of, of being born, you know, a couple minutes apart and, and the stories about, um, you know, the, your personality differences. And, the, and, and like Jerry said, the things that you share that are so like incredibly amazing. It's like, wow, they're almost, they're, they're almost identical the way they, their habits and the way they talk and the way they, they write something or the way Way they they even uh, look to other people as friends. They 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 gravitate towards the same type of people. It's it's really cool to to watch and to observe how twins operate in the world. So here's the number eight three three two eight eight. 3986. If you're a twin or you know of a twin or you're maybe your parents or somebody was a twin, you have a, you have twins in your family, please weigh in on this and share with us some of the details. All right, you can also email us take2 at ewtn.com. You can post on the show website which is take2 the number 2 take2show.com. And so many of you watch faithfully on YouTube and Facebook the video streams. Welcome to all of you. You can get a hold of us there, put your comments there. Michael McCall will get those over to us. Ace McKay is our producer of course and Matt Gubensky is on the phones and already busy answering your calls at 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. You know this show well. We t- we touch on just about every aspect of life, and today we have put the topic out there of twins. So if that is something you are, maybe a, a twin or a triplet, or maybe like Debbie said, you have some in your family. Maybe there's someone you feel like you're you're so close to them, you feel like twins. You can even call and comment on that mm-hmm. beautiful friendship or within your own family. Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Okay, so I have to. Sh- share a funny story about twins. My my friend, um, we had our children at the same time, my firstborn and then her firstborn little girl. Then she went on, she had another little girl, and then she had her her third um, uh, birth was twins, twin girls. So she had four girls and, and she was exhausted. And one day I went over to try and help her and I said, you need to go like take a shower and go out shopping or something. You need a break. And here I was with these little, little toddlers running around and the the twins babies in one was in the bouncy chair and one I was holding and I'm bouncing the baby chair with my foot. I'm rocking the other baby with my arms and I'm trying to keep the other ones entertained. I was so exhausted within 20 minutes. I couldn't wait to get out of that house and get home to my one child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that's, that's a lot of work, Jerry. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it is. I'm sure you can comment on that as well. You know, we hear sometimes you hear about these stories of, of families, a couple having what sex tuplets or you know four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight kids at a time. Yeah, I, I don't know how they would. I don't know how a mother would do that yeah. either. But um, that's that's obviously rare. But twins really is not triplets. And I see we've got pretty. Actually, we have full phone lines right now, so there are a lot of twins that listen to this show. Thanks be to God. Um, but if you're trying to get through, keep trying because we have a, a little a green room we call it kind of a waiting area so when we free up a phone line you can get in and make your contribution to our conversation again at 833-288-3986 it is your show take two with jerry and debbie and you and you have obviously a lot to say today so mike is on the line a first time caller he'll be first we have jeanette in virginia wendy is in texas and matt is going to get over to those other three lines here in a moment and we would love to hear from you as well Talking Twins today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. 833-288-EWTN. That is 
888-288-3986. As promised, when we come back, we're going to go to your calls, and I know we're going to have a lively and impactful and insightful and hopefully inspirational conversation today on Take Two. Today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Oh, I love this topic, Jerry. I'm so looking forward to hearing twin stories, and Mike is going to be up first. But before we go to Mike, um, did you know that you can carry EWTN with you everywhere when you download the free EWTN app? You can enjoy EWTN live TV and radio streams, audio and video on demand, EWTN news, program schedules, prayers, and devotionals. All you have to do, folks, is download the EWTN app at EWTNapps.com. Great. All right. We're going to go to the phones. First up, as promised, is Mike. He is a first-time caller in Philadelphia listening on the app, the EWTN app. Hello, Mike. Thanks for calling. Hello. What a pleasure just to talk to you folks. I've tried to get through before, but uh, never (laughs) was able to do it. Uh, I'd like to mention, uh, first of all, my father was a twin. He died very, his uh, brother died very early on. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know too much about him, and dad truly didn't talk too much about him. But uh, just recently, you know, I taught twins, too. I taught some wonderful young women who were twins, and they were always so nice to me. They kind of bent over backwards to be kind. Uh, what I wanted to ask for today was for prayers for people who are twins who lose their brother or sister, and they're left alone. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, a friend of mine, of course, it's a sad way to start things off, but I'm thinking of this because I had a friend of mine who recently lost his brother, and uh, I went to grade school with them and high school with them, and they were quite athletic and really wonderful people. And I thought to myself how hard it must be for him to go through life, and they were very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, li- you know, literally every moment of his life, his brother was there for him, and now he has to make it alone. I wonder if we could pray for him. Could, we, could you do that for me? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Would you like to give us his first name, Mike? Uh, well, their names were are Kurt and Carl. Kurt is the one who passed away. Kurt, okay, and then okay. Carl. Okay, we've got it. We've got it in the book. Absolutely, Mike. Um, and it w- well, I just want to say real quickly, thanks for being a first-time caller. Thanks for trying so many times to get through. We're glad you, you got through, and now you're not a first-time caller anymore, so we hope you call us again, Mike, and we appreciate all the all the kind words. Um, but you said you taught um, twins, and your father was a twin. You know, it's interesting that you, you, you said your dad didn't talk about his twin very much. It's funny, ironic funny when you said that, because that that's what I read about um, a lot of celebrities that were twins that didn't that their twin didn't make it or their twin passed away. They, there was a tendency not to talk about it because it was so painful. It was so it was so deep inside of them. Did you sense that with your dad? I did not sense that with my dad. And to be honest with you, my dad was not a very emotional person. He didn't okay. really kind of share things on any kind of level like that. He was a World War II veteran, and dad uh, was got tuberculosis in the Second World War, and then two weeks later, everybody on that ship, after Dad was removed, uh, was it was sunk by a Japanese torpedo. So I often thought about how fortunate I was that Dad did get sick, because my sister and I never would have been born. My father would have, wouldn't have been married, you know. So it's kind of an amazing thing to me, um, you know, how God works through that. And, you know, I have the opportunity to live because of his suffering, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's got to really, uh, I, I presume, Mike, you know, as you go through life, it, it has to have made you really 
appreciate what you know God's plan and purpose for you in this life. Everybody has one, obviously, who's born, but yours is really, in a sense, kind of uh, due to divine providence. So, um, yeah, we're, we're we're glad you we're glad you made it into this life too, Mike. Mm-hmm. So very very much, and uh, we appreciate you uh, you know being part of the program today. And, and as Debbie said, listening. Uh, on a regular basis, definitely try to call in anytime. We we usually fill up the phone lines, Mike, but we're glad that you were able to get through today. All right, Wendy is in Gerald, Texas, listening today on Armor of God Radio. Hello, Wendy. <laughs> I actually have 25-year-old quadruplets. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you say 25-year-old quadruplets? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> wow. Okay. They were... Um, they are uh, two boys and two girls. They just turned 25 last, um, what month are we in? Earlier this month. And, um, yeah, they're just, they're, they're, I call them my miracle babies. Um, I always wanted four kids close together in age. They're a minute apart. So God <laughs> thoroughly answers prayers. <laughs> and, um, but they were born over three months early. My, my body became toxemic and, um, Started, shut, <clears throat> started shutting down, and so they delivered. We delivered them at 25 and a half weeks. They all weighed less than two pounds, which was the normal size for that gestational point. But they weighed between one nine and one thirteen, and were in the hospital three to four months. But um, they're all. We had one that had a brain bleed. Didn't require surgery. It naturally corrected itself over six months, but. We had people, I call it, I tell people they're poster children for the power of prayer because we had so many people of so many faiths and from around the world who were praying for my pregnancy and then for their health after they were born. And they're just, they're awesome kids. Well, they're not kids, none of my kids. <laughs> but um, yeah, they're just, they're good. I was listening to the one lady that was before Mike before the break talking about how she took care of somebody's twins and my sister did the same thing for us. When my husband and I went on vacation when the kids were about a year and a half old, we went to a, actually to a, um, a family wedding over in Ireland when the mm-hmm. kids were about a year and a half or two years old. And uh, my sister, who was still in college at the time, took care of the kids. And her story very much mimics the story of that lady where she, when we walked in the house, she was on the phone. She's like, oh, thank God, Mom, they're home. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I was so tired. And she said, yeah. uh yeah, it made me realize taking care of kids is a lot of work. Anyway, well, Wendy, well, Wendy, that was me that was talking about my friend's twins, and I will tell you that um, I couldn't wait to get out of the house. I think I ran as fast to the car as I possibly could because I was exhausted. And I, but I have such an appreciation um, for what you have, um, you and your husband have done uh, raising your quadruplets. Wow, twenty five years old—that is amazing. Can you tell us about their personalities now? Are they close? Are they, you know, do they do everything together? Do they call each other? Do they? Do they? Uh, maybe you know, I've heard before that twins don't even have to call each other they just know when the other one's thinking of the other one um what what do you say to all of that right well um my four they're all they're fraternal and none of them are identical i think more of the the sensory things come when they're identical um since they share dna and everything um but yes mine are super close as two boys and two girls um they will get on, two of them will get on the phone. And then the next thing you know, they have all four of them on the phone and they're, Aww. they're chatting and talking about whatever. Mm-hmm. Personalities are different. Although their dad and I are both very outgoing people. So none of them are like shy, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but they do have their own personalities, completely different personalities in some way, but they are all 
service oriented. Um, my one daughter is a nurse, um, and my other daughter is actually a focused missionary. <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> my one son, actually, both the boys are back in school. So the one boy is um, one boy. One guy, one son is take, uh, helping put himself through school by working in a nursing home. Um, he discovered when his grandfather got ill, he, he was the one who took care of his grandfather the last six months mm-hmm. before he died. And he said, I want to go do this for other people. I want to be Mother Teresa to other people. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, talk about hitting a mother's heart. Mm-hmm. And then my other son um, helps people. He's good with his hands, and he repairs whatever. <laughs> he's good <laughs> at repairing things. So he's putting himself through college by helping people to repair their equipment and machinery and things. So. All of them are very um, service-oriented and and um, go to church. We admire you and admire them. That's incredible. You said they started out with the miracle, with the prayer. They're continuing with this miracle of life. I think think this is is absolutely the most incredible story. Did you have other children in addition to the quadruplets? I did. I did not. this is this was it. <laughs> I got okay. It. So you got you got well, four yeah. you got four all at once a minute apart. You got your two girls, your two boys. God answers prayers and those and and the prayers were powerful and wow, I'm just tired even thinking about it, but you are amazing. Your spirit, your joy. I think your kids are keeping you guys um, you know, with that high with that high joy-filled spirit. I, I it's just an incredible story. I hope you put this down in, on paper or something or tell your story or get to I, I just think it's very it's so unique yeah it, it, it is unique multiples at this level are not are not common they're more common than they used to be with in vitro I did not do in vitro but um, but multiples run in my family so I have kept what I call the mama's journal over mm, the years so good. I have some I, so I do have some of that written down especially we did have some truly miraculous things happen um, before and after their birth so um, I've definitely documented those things but yes I agree. It has to be passed on so that, especially for the kids, so that they know, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Beautiful, Wendy. Thank you for being part of the program today. We so appreciate that. What a blessing! What a great blessing that they, wow. even though they were three months premature, and they've all, they're all just so beautifully successful, and you know, doing so great in life. That's just fantastic. Um, we're talking twins today. Are you one? Do you have twins? Do you know people who are twins? Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. I have an email I want to go to at take2 at EWTN.com from our good friend Matthew, who used to call a lot. He's been busy in the last few years, so we don't hear from him by phone. But Matthew, hi there. We know we appreciate you listening. Hey, he says, He says, Ave Maria, Jerry and Debbie, coming at you from Groton, Connecticut, where my wife is finishing an active duty tour at the shipyard where our Navy's submarines are assembled. My brother was stationed there, by the way, where they are assembled, built, christened, tested, etc. I am an identical twin to Alexander James, my brother who currently resides in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. He and I just had our first babies, both boys. So since Alex and I share the same DNA, the only difference is our fingerprints, so we could not frame each other for a crime. He says, our sons 
uh, Beregard Russell, his and Sarah, and Killian Thomas, mine and Katie's, have a lot of the same DNA. Mm-hmm. I probably do not have time to call in with diaper duty, etc., but thank you for this topic <laughs> and all you do for the faithful. Our next move with the Navy will be to our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., with baby Killy, born uh, February 15th, St. Claude de la Combiere, and Blessed Michael Sapochko, mm-hmm. among other saints on the calendar that day in July. Alex and I had a very close relationship growing up and still still do we talk or FaceTime weekly but when we are set when we separated for college that was definitely a big challenge for me but led uh, led me deeper into the faith with Catholicism as the anchor there's an annual twins conference in Twinsburg Ohio I think we have not been but maybe someday God bless you all that's from our friend Matthew oh Matthew thank you so much what a cool story I love that see this is the take two family we get to learn more each and every time we do topics like this Megan is up next uh, in Georgia on a blaze radio hi Megan hi you guys how's it going doing well how are you Good, good. Um, So I'm calling because I am a twin. I have a twin brother. Uh, We are 10 minutes apart, and I'm number six of nine kids. So, and all of us are all two years apart, except for the sister that's right above us. Uh, She's 15 months older. So you can imagine that having a 15-month-old plus many other older children, and then we come along, um, that was quite a handful for my parents and they did not know that they were having twins up until about a few days before we were born mm-hmm. uh if you can believe that so um and actually he is now a catholic priest in the archdiocese of st paul minneapolis wow. so wow. Uh, we're very blessed to have him <laughs> yeah yeah wait so your twin brother is a now a priest yes yes oh, for the archdiocese that- of st paul minneapolis Oh, that is so cool. Do you know if he's listening right now? You don't know? He's probably busy, huh? No, he's probably busy. My mom is listening, though. I, I quickly texted her while I was on hold, <laughs> okay. and uh, so she's listening to you guys. But um, two of my sisters also have twins, uh, all fraternal. My The sister that is 15 months older, she has twin girls, and then a younger sister has boy-girl twins. So mm-hmm. they definitely run in our family. So then your mom had multiple sets of twins, right? No, no, no just okay. us two, but just, yep, just the, the rest of them, yeah, okay. we're all just two years apart. Okay, so your mom is listening right now. What Can you give us her yes. first name? Her name is Kathy, and she lives in Woodbury, Minnesota, so okay. Okay, shout out Ka- to mom. <laughs> yes, shout out to mom. Kathy, you are amazing. You get our virtual award today, Kathy. So if you're listening, pat yourself on the back. It's a virtual award. It's all in your imagination, but we're giving it to you from our heart because that's incredible. You had nine children. One's a priest. Um, how super is that? Megan, I have to ask you, are you the older twin or are you the younger of your, your brother, the priest? I am the older one. Uh, he, we're 10 minutes apart. He almost didn't make it. Uh, he had the cord wrapped around his neck twice. He was breached. Uh, we should have probably been C-section babies. We weren't. And, uh, yeah, so there are seven girls, two boys in the family. And even after we came along, my parents still had two more. 
wow. it was definitely, it's a blessing to be part of a big family for sure. Oh, it well, sure is. Yeah, yeah and Megan, I feel bad. I kind of trumped uh, you because, but I knew your mom was listening. But why don't you go ahead and address your mom since you have a worldwide audience, nine <laughs> kids, your brother's a priest. I think that is pretty amazing. Oh, yes, it is amazing. But thank you, mom, for really the gift of life. Truly, that is quite a blessing, I think, in today's society, really. But thank you for blessing all of us with so many siblings and for hanging in there with all all these years. Amen. How sweet, Megan. Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for the call today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. Are you a twin? Do you have twins? Do you know twins, triplets, multiple uh, multiple births? That's what we're talking about today at 833-288-3986. Phone lines are still jammed, so we're going to stay with them when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Back to your phone calls about twins, living with a twin, being born with a twin, 833-288-3986. Jeanette is in uh, Virginia listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network to the program today. Hi, Jeanette. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Sure. Tell us your story. Well, basically, uh, I have a twin sister. We were the oldest two of a family of six, and there's this one boy, um, and I think uh, we had a lot of fun, like, on dates. Sometimes we would change. Like, one time, my sister had some guy's ring, and he, they broke up, and so she, somebody came to the door and said, oh, could you see and that's here because I want my ring. And she said, oh, and that's not here. Of course, that was her. <laughs> and so, and sometimes we were both registered nurses, so sometimes we both worked and, and we would trade and work for each other, you know, because wow. at that time we were working on a pediatric unit. Mm. But I, I think I think the story to me that, it's like kind of a miracle. So my mom was 18 when she got married, and she had us when she was 19. So April 1st, anyway, April 1st, we're going to be 81. Mm-hmm. So way back then, they didn't have any GYN or specialties or anything. Like that. So she had high blood pressure, and what would we, we would really call now toxemic. So they wouldn't tell her she was having twins. And when she was on the delivery room table, she basically had a convulsion, and we were high forceps delivery. Mm-hmm. And which nowadays, I mean, I worked in labor and delivery. They would never do that. So I think that was a miracle that that we made it with those circumstances. And then she was out of it. The next day they said to her, oh, you had twins? And she said, oh, no, you just tell me. That's an April Fool's joke. Then she always says, when I got home, and they had just bought a house, she said, I had no wash machine, no pampers, no extra baby clothes. She says, it was no joke. <laughs> so I, I just think that, you know, from what I knew and saw in labor delivery, that would be really never done this day and age, you know. They'd always do a C-section. And we were 28 minutes apart, which is really a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, so, Jeanette, so I'm, I'm assuming, because I think I heard your, you, your sister's name is Annette. So it's Jeanette and Annette. Uh-huh. 
Okay. And is, is, um, so does she still live near you? Do you still, um, hang out together or what's your relationship? Well, now? basically I was living in Albany. That's where she lives, Albany, Schenectady area. But then I came down, uh, basically four years ago for, uh, a funeral of, for what my son's girlfriend and mm-hmm. anyway so somehow we just ended up staying here in Virginia and then a year later when I went up back to New York State when his mm-hmm. sister died my house flooded so I think that was a message from God you can't come back to New York State just stay here and it worked out because my husband passed away last year mm-hmm. and my sons live in this area so I think it all worked out for the best. Sure. I did have to leave my sister up in Schenectady, New York. But mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what a beautiful story. We'd love to get your husband's first name, Jeanette, if you want to share that with us. Debbie's got the yes, prayer book out. David. David? It, it, this is how beautiful. 55 and a half years we were oh, married. Praise mm-hmm. God. Praise God. So before you go, we're just going to ask you, so, so you're identical twins? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So, did you dress? A, obviously, if you were if you were switching well, places at the front when door, kids, I maybe up to fifth grade or some some mm-hmm. kind like that. We were, and then sometimes we'd wear like initial pins or something, and then I think we got so we didn't want to dress the same. But you know, I think one thing was hard. Like sometimes people, oh, I, I, I don't. Like they'd almost be saying, I don't want to learn your name. I'll just call you Nat, you know, instead of Annette or Jeanette. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And and people always assumed you kind of did the same things or liked the same things or something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, well, well, your sister does that. Why don't you? Mm -hmm. And like, we're separate people. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You know, because you think I never knew my whole life through what it was to be a single mm-hmm. person. You know, I always had a twin. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeanette, you sound like a wonderful soul, and God bless you. Uh, we wish you and your sister Annette both many, many more happy years as identical twins in this life, and thank you for being part of the conversation today. Beautiful, amazing mm-hmm. story about mm-hmm. her mom and all of that. Yes. Kids at 19 years old going yes, through that. Yes, amazing. Wow. Do you know what I think is so beautiful? That I, don't, I don't know if you've ever seen the social media um, videos out there of, on twins, babies that are born, that they, they put them in the crib, and they're brand they're newborns and they'll put the twins next to each other like a little bit with a little distance and you'll see in the video that the twins will find each other it's so beautiful they'll oh, wow. find each other and gravitate towards each other and then curl up with, uh, next to each other because that's how they were used to as they were developing in the womb i just think that is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in those videos i don't know if you've ever seen those jerry I have not no, but I just made a note of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely look at that. Yeah, it's it's precious. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen with twins. I think it's just it, it's just wow. You just have to believe that God, you know, has such a, an an incredible um, desire for us uh, to be born, and you can see how that love starts in the womb right there. It's just incredible. Tim is up next, Jerry, and Tim is in Colorado on Catholic Radio Network. Hey, Tim. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. I've been on on your show before, different mm-hmm. things. I just want to start with by saying my wife, Mary, passed away three years ago. So mm-hmm. this is about her. 
as well. So I'm just going to kind of knit a storyline. So it's 1965, actually 64. Uh, we got she got pregnant. My wife is very petite. She's five foot, four foot eleven, ninety pounds maybe, and she's having we're having twins and nobody knows it. So the we were in the air. I was in the air force, and and the gynecologist uh, is thinking that she's having a single baby because they didn't have ultrasounds back in those days, and the heartbeat was synchronous. So as far as he was concerned, she's having a single birth, uh, baby. Every time my wife would go to see him, he would really get on her. He says, "What are you doing? Are you eating a loaf of bread?" And because she's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, the way it turned out. He delivered Annette and Lynette. And I'm listening to what's going on. He thinks she's having a single baby. He's he's done after Annette's born. And then the nurse kind of jokes him in, in the ribs and says, Doctor, there's another one. <laughs> he couldn't. <laughs> I, 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 I love the look on his face because he was flawed. As far as he was concerned, it was going to be a single, single birth. And so it was about six to nine minutes later that Lynette was born. So that was kind of an, that was one of the surprises. We had no idea that we were going to have twins. And then my grandmother says, "Oh yeah, we had some twins on our side of her side of the family." Because I had never heard of that before. So that was the beginning. And the things about it that was so so very beautiful. Um, and you just talked about it, and I'm going to affirm what you just said. So Mary, my wife. We put them in the crib, one on one end, one on the other end. And before you know it, like you just described, they were wiggling, wiggling until they were together. And I always assume the same thing that you just said, Debbie, that it must have been the way that it was in the world. So I'm going to affirm that it was the most beautiful thing, as you said, watching them just coming together until they were together. That was the way they were pretty much all their lives. So there was things that would happen. Like, for an example, um, Annette moved to California. Lynette stays in Colorado. And Lynette says, Mom, I need to call Annette. She said, well, why? She says, because there's something wrong. She's sick. Mental telepathy. I mean, it was still, and it, distance didn't matter. They were connected, you know, in the womb. They were connected in the crib. They were connected, California, to um Colorado. The last thing I just want to bring up, so now they're in college, and um, this is something that happened at school. And um, so I'm not in the cafeteria, and, and this uh, young man sits down. He thinks he's talking to Lynette. <laughs> and so he starts talking away and talking away, and they're not connecting, you know? They're not mm-hmm. connecting. And so Lynette finally says to him, he said, Scott, do you... I'm not Lynette. And he looks at her, you know, like, what are you talking about? And she says, well, we're twins. You think you're talking to Lynette, and I'm Annette. <laughs> and, they, and they just thought that was the greatest thing. They just had so much fun with that. But through their lives, they've done that. And now they're living like they're living like an eighth of a mile away from each other. They just can't get away from each other. And, wow. uh um, mm-hmm. I could go on and on and on and tell you stories about about what it's like to have identical twins. Even even when they got orthodontia, they 
that the dentist couldn't get over how their mouths, their teeth, mm-hmm. everything was exactly the same. They both were left-handed. They just go on and on and on. It was just so beautiful to see how beautiful my twin daughters are. And um, there's it, it, things that, that goes on in life that they're still the same. And it's just beautiful. I, I mean, I, I am so um, proud of my two twin daughters. And we have four daughters. So we have the twins and then we have a middle daughter and then we have a... Uh, the fourth daughter, and so it uh, turned out that we had the twins. And, mm-hmm. um, anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. Well, you're very blessed, Tim, obviously. And, you know, to go back to the beginning of your story, I just could imagine you mentioned the look on that doctor's face. It must have been absolutely priceless. The nurse pointing out to him, uh, there's another, he's probably like, well, yes, of course I know that. I'm just taking a break here for a moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's beautiful the way they have uh, they have stayed so close together like that, Tim. And, uh, you know, we're so yeah. sorry about the loss of Mary, you know, mm-hmm. your, your wife. You know, we're going to definitely, I'm sure Debbie's already got her. Probably, probably well, had her in the book, but before now, you oh, said I, I put, called I before, put but, Mary, uh, you, Tim, yeah. and, the, and all of the girls and your whole family in the book, Tim. And, and, I, and just hearing a dad talk about his his family, his wife and his daughters. I mean, I was I was just trying to hold back the the tears because I think it's just so incredible. You talk about being beautiful with twins, you know, gravitating towards each other in the crib. It's it's equally as beautiful to hear a father brag about his children in such a beautiful, holy way. Tim, you're a great dad. It's obvious. And so God bless you for, for sharing your story today. Well, thank you, Debbie. I just, yeah, I am. I I really feel that. Well, you know, we've been blessed, and I, I don't know if I told you on previous calls, but we've got 16 grandkids and mm-hmm. 10 going on 12 great-grandkids. We're just getting started. I mean, there's only maybe half of the grandkids that um, are married, so the rest of them are going to get married. They're going to have babies. We're going to have we're going to have a fantastic, big, wonderful, loving family because my my family, my grandkids, for an example, they're all living here in Colorado now. You wouldn't know that they were grand, grandkids or they were cousins. They are so close to one another. And I owe that to my wife. My wife was such a loving, caring, beautiful person. And I hope she's listening to this in heaven. <laughs> I really do because she was the one that nurtured them and, and uh, showed them the importance of being being close to one another, when 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 the uh, one of the uh, cousins would come over, as soon as they would walk through that door, she stopped what she was doing, and it was all on them. And and that's how they are. Oh, the whole bunch of them are so close, and I couldn't be happier. Mm. God bless you. You were so blessed, Tim, to be married to Mary for so long there and to have these kids and the grandkids and the great-grandkids. We're going to keep, I'm sure they're all in the prayer book, Tim, including you. So thank you, brother, for calling back into the program again today and being part of this very beautiful conversation about twins on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. We're going to hear more of your calls after I tell you quickly about Catholics Coast to Coast, Saturday afternoons, 2 o'clock Eastern Time, and Sunday nights at 6 Eastern here on EWTN Radio. This week, host Ace McKay dives into Podcast Central 
and into exile with the help of Dr. Scott Hahn on the road to Emmaus. And in the messy family, we follow the heart of family bonding and spiritual growth with an enlightening interview with the Marinist family. That's Catholics Coast to Coast. It airs twice here a week on EWTN Radio, Saturdays afternoon at 2 Eastern Time and Sunday nights at 6 Eastern Time. So please tune in for Ace McKay and that program. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so we're going to go to Plano, Texas. Uh, Vivian is listening on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Vivian. Yeah, hi, Debbie. Hi, Deb. How you are doing? Good. Great. How are you? Great, Vivian. Yeah, okay. yeah listen, I'm a grandma. Uh, I've never had twins in my family. My daughter has twins now, um, a boy and a girl, um, sanitive twins, and they're going to be 3 March 12th. But the most interesting thing I ever saw in my life, like just the um, man that just got about um, his identical twins, during when they had, when my daughter had them, it was the most scary thing. I was so scared. That was during the COVID time. She was hospitalized, came down with COVID, and we, I was just like, God, praying, praying, Mother Mary, help her through this. And I couldn't be in with her in the hospital because of the COVID. And anyway, to call the story short, what I noticed is when they got home, the twins, the girl came out first, and I think they were seven minutes apart. Each time the brother cries, she sticks her little finger, the middle finger in her brother's mouth as the pacifier. Oh. Okay. It's, it's, it's amazing. It, you know, each time he opens his mouth to cry, she does that. How I'm like, God is just so wonderful. How how does she know where the mouth is? His mouth, mm -hmm. you know, it's just the most amazing thing in my life, you know. And she's still in charge, you know. He's kind of like a little slow. He she's in control, you know. Always looking out for her brother, you know. It's amazing, you know. As a grandma watching them, you know. I'm like, mm. God is amazing. Absolutely. Wow. That is so priceless. Um, I've never heard of that being done before, but given all the conversation we've had, Debbie, and the, just the, the way that twins bond and connect, I mean, this mm -hmm. is no surprise that something like that might happen. That, that would be just a beautiful thing to witness. Mm -hmm. Well, I have, you know how Vivian, my, my quirky brain works. So I, I'm just thinking like your granddaughter was in the womb with uh, your grandson and he's crying and she's like, come on, I've got to rest. I, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> she didn't have any. <laughs> Where to go so she just stuck her her finger in his mouth to 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 make him stop crying i think it's precious don't you just love that i love that about twins it's amazing you know it's just so amazing each time he opens his mouth she, she reaches out to him with with her little finger now he he be talking on it too <laughs> like, wow <laughs> Good stuff. That, Vivian, that thanks good. for sharing yes. that today. Thank Bless you, your heart. Thanks for being a great listener of the program as well. Mm -hmm. um, Karen has been holding patiently in Connecticut. That's where we're going to go next, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Karen. Hello. Yes, I've been waiting patiently and yes. writing notes as I'm waiting. Good. Um, well, thanks for your patience. You're welcome. Um, so, yes, the good Lord blessed me with a womb mate, <laughs> and then she was my roommate as we were growing up. Um so my mother actually had seven children with six pregnancies. Her second pregnancy was my twin and I. 
we were, I was the first one out. She came 13 minutes later, but my mother left the hospital with only her. I had to stay for a week in a, uh, an incubator. I was born in 1951, an incubator because I was under five pounds. Mm. I guess back in those days, that's what they did. But um, my mother gave birth to the seven kids between the year 1950 and 1959. She was a very busy lady with a cross diapers and everything, and she was was amazing. Um, She was also a a professional singer who um, we ended up in fourth grade being on a TV show, a local TV show, and one of the studio monitors, because my friend and I could harmonize, uh, it was a natural talent, and so when we were singing and the studio monitor, the camera would be like on one of us, and I couldn't tell if it was me or my twin. I was debating whether I should try to make a face so I could tell, but I thought, no, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> so I didn't do that. <laughs> um, and so in my family, we have three sets of identical twins. Fraternal twins is the type that run in families, from what I understand, not identical. So our youngest sister, she gave birth to identical twin girls. Um, our next to youngest sister has a daughter. One of her daughters has identical twin boys. Wow. So we do have a picture of, like, the three sets of identical twins in our family. Uh, I just I feel such a connection with twins because I am one. And I, I can't imagine life as a singleton. You know, it's like I have a built-in best friend. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for that. And um, mm-hmm. my mother, <laughs> when we were younger, um, she could sew. And so she'd make us identical outfits. So when we look back at the pictures, we can't tell who's who. We'll say, oh, which one is me? <laughs> So, so I love how you started the the call. Didn't you pick up on this, Jerry? I thought it was I thought it was so precious how how you said, Karen. We were womb mates and then mm. roommates. I love that. That is that's brilliant. I love the lingo that twins use and they share. That is just so um, it's so special to them, and it makes all the rest of us on the outside go, "Wow, that is the coolest thing." Do you do you get that a lot, Karen? Did you feel? I mean, you had to have felt a little bit different and special, right? Yes. Oh, and I also forgot. So my mother didn't want us to be in the same classroom during, like, in elementary school. So one time my teacher in elementary school sent me to the classroom where my twin was only because she wanted me to, I guess, run an errand, you know, give something to the teacher. When I went to the teacher, she, the teacher said, why are you out of your seat? Because she thought I was my twin. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that was funny. Funny, funny. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, Karen, many, many blessings in your family um, for you and the uh, extended family members that you mentioned who have the identical twins as well. Obviously runs in your family. So uh, thank thank you for sharing that with us here on the program today. We're so grateful for that. We uh, still have a lot of calls here. We're going to get to as many of you as we can on this Take Two with Jerry and Debbie episode talking about twins. Grace in Chicago will go next, listening on WSFI. Hello, Grace. Yes. Hello, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Yes, I would like to share my experience. And I am a mother of twin, twin, twin boys, and they are 21 years old. They are not here in Chicago, but they are in the Philippines in college. And when I had them, one came out natural, and the other one doesn't want to come out, so they have to cut me. Mm. Are so, they identical, uh, Grace? Are they identical? Yes, they are. They're okay. identical. And uh, so I have to wait for like an hour because I, I really want to uh, do it normal. And uh, But then, you know, doctors are talking to me that this and that. And 
So I said, oh, okay, well then I guess because I was waiting, you know, like an hour and a half. So then I said, yes, you can cut me. And so then growing up, you know, they were they're just so close to each other. And um, I named them, you know, when I was pregnant, um, I think it was nine months. Hold on. Uh, it was September 8th. So I named, first one came out, I named him Francis Joseph. The second one, I named him Jacob Isaac. Mm-hmm. So the first one that came out, I was dreaming of St. Joseph. Wow. This was September 8th. They were born February. They just had a birthday, February the 9th. So I was dreaming 2002, September 8th. I went to Wisconsin in Holy Hill. And I was dreaming, I was climbing the mountain and St. Joseph, the statue of St. Joseph, fall on the mountain, so I have to catch him. And when I went to Wisconsin, it was a statue of St. Joseph that I saw in my dream. So I have to buy it. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to name the first one who came out. I'm going to name him Francis Joseph. So they grow up, and then I was telling them the story, and then you know I was uh, uh, with the lady that was calling that uh, was it her that were thumb sucker or something sucks mm-hmm. fingers. Mm-hmm. My boys, they're not thumb sucker, but they do the first and the second, you know, next to the thumb, the the pointer and the second one, and then the other one, they he does it like. Uh, the third one and the ring finger. So they're they they're different. I mean, I right. you know they do that fingers as first and the second, and then the other one is the third and the ring finger. So they grow up, and then they have this. We went home. I took them home. The first one, two thousand six in the Philippines, and I did not bring their security blanket. One has a blanket, and the other one has a pillowcase. So. It was it was really uh, uh, in a way you know it was hard that you know I did not bring it. I tried to buy something over there, but they did not like it. So I ended up calling the godmother to send it to the Philippines. Mm. Well, Grace, you were <laughs> blessed with Francis Joseph and Jacob Isaac. That is mm-hmm. for certain. And mm-hmm. we have been blessed by you, the Take Two family, with another great conversation today, Debbie. Absolutely. And Warren and Kathleen and the others, we're not going to get to you. Obviously, you hear the music today, but tomorrow is an unscripted show. So if you would like to tell your twin story, you are more than welcome to do that tomorrow. Right, Jer? That is right. We want to uh, pray to today's saint, St. August Chapdelaine. I hope I said that right on uh, this first, uh, uh, this uh, second week of Lent that we're in right now. As Debbie said, unscripted tomorrow. On Friday, we have the Real Presence show. So we hope that you'll join us for the remainder of the week. Thanks to the show team and affiliates. Until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day.